Um, okay. So, that's enough silence. We'll start uh, recording now. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? Okay. Another another week in the quarantine books. I think it's been 16 weeks since we last spoke. <laughs> 16 weeks of events you know, yeah. and life has happened. Give or, give or take, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, enlighten me. Um, I just feel like current... Like, let's just say, for example, we were in social studies in the sixth grade. And I think maybe that was the year we started current events and not just learning about the 1600s. Mm-hmm. How could they possibly... Like, what would they start with? Like, where's the starting point of what they talk about? Each day, something's different. And we're talking about election mail fraud. I guess that would be, like, the biggest thing oh that we were talking about this week. I, it, it's just not possible to take all that in. Yeah, I... I uh, over here... I try my best to not inundate myself with the uh, with the news and all that stuff, but inevitably, inevitably, it sinks through, and you kind of just absorb whatever you you, you come across. Unfortunately, um, but yeah, man, I just I if I had my way, I just want to get through each day, make sure that me and my wife and my dog are okay. And then just move on to the next. Yeah. Twitter is, uh, Twitter's like walking, like, it's like a square of just different people yelling things and then different crowds around those people. Ugh. And some of those crowd people in the crowd get to yell too, but I get really sucked into it. I don't even have Twitter. I just write people's names into Google and then click on their Twitter and then just be like, all right, this will <laughs> take up the next 36 <laughs> to 40 minutes. Um, but yeah, it would be a much healthier brain if I could just avoid Twitter. Well, I mean, I'd like to think that my brain is healthier for annoy, ignoring Twitter and news, but I don't. I don't think that's the case. You got to have a healthy medium between between the things. I think balancing it out with um, not listening to any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, it's it's just so much at all times, and then you think like, all right, this is the next big thing. After this, we'll get a little bit of a break. Like, after Bill Clinton gets impeached in, like, the 90s, we were like, all right, cool. Now we can just take a little break for a while. No news for four years until George Bush gets elected. But it's just not stopping. We're just dulled. And And then even then it was like, all right. Well, at least, okay, that happened. Now we can, like, chill for a second. Oh, wait, no. No, we can't. No, we can't chill. Okay. Okay. Now after. Okay. Now he's gone. All right. Cool, cool, cool. And then, nope. Just another fucking thing hits the wall and it just explodes right in your face yeah it's just it's and just not remember happens. all this stuff so you don't so you don't repeat it and you can learn from your mistakes like I don't have the after 20 what are we gonna am I only gonna be able to re- remember 2020 after this I feel like <laughs> <laughs> each day is three or four days of 2019 information wise so I was just <laughs> listening to a podcast and the guy was like, I don't remember anything before what happened, uh, March, what is it? Doesn't matter what date, just say March. And that is the gist of it. Yeah, I, it's hard not to, uh, you know, internet yourself with just those thoughts of what was me and fuck is happening right now. But, uh, yeah. you know, what we're here for is to, again, if 
our listeners will remember last week. I really hope they don't. Um, after after all the editing that uh, me and and our and our producer Jim did, Jim? Uh, which I also wanted to bring up was that we <laughs> we decided to name a producer, and you went for Jim, which is you know my name's Tim, so you know maybe one could say low hanging fruit. However, I found another guy online uh, to assist Jim, and his name is Bark. So oh. we have a, we have an assistant producer named Bark now. Uh, this is new information to me. I don't know anything about Bark, but he sounds like a really good person. Yeah, we'll check in with them uh, at some point um, after I make up uh, voices for them both. But uh, yeah, it's B A R C, like just like you with M A R C. Yeah, he's what French. About, what, are the, yeah. what are the odds that we would find? A producer and an, an assistant producer with uh, only one letter off from our own names. It's wild. Unreal. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Um, so, yeah, with the assistance from Jim, listening over and over again to our. Uh, I, I, I had a big. I, had, I, had, I was all hands on deck when I was assisting Jim with the uh, editing of the uh, first go around. And boy, howdy, I sounded like an insane person. At first, I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And it, you had mentioned we did pick up steam at the end. You know, we, got, we, we did find a little bit of footing. We had, we're, our rapport is going to get there. I feel like it's already better right now, honestly. 100%. However, the more just repetition of listening over and over again, especially it was like 10 seconds at a time. And 10 seconds in the podcasting world when you're editing stuff is like, it's an eternity. Especially after 30 times of being like, wait, no, not quite the no cut right there. Ah, shit. Wait, cut. There. No, not quite there. I got it. Oh, and then I clicked the wrong thing and it all got deleted and I had to start all over. It was uh, quite the process, quite the undertaking, but I loved it at the same time. Yeah, I feel like there's a reason that like, I I guess I can take it outside of podcasts, but late night talk shows don't edit their own talk show. I mean, you got to have a... So, I mean, Jim and Bark seem like good people, like I said. I feel like we just put the ball mm-hmm. in their court and kind of just let them run with the editing for now. Yeah, I think, I think uh, I'll, I'll be a little more hands-off after that first, first uh, you know, run-through, first 9,000 run-throughs. However, I was going to say that your voice has been haunting my dreams, but it's been... Uh, no, I wouldn't say haunting. I'd say gracing, I guess. Is that the opposite? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You know. Um, and do you do you have any sense of when I'm going to hit puberty based on that? Like, is it getting deeper or is it? <laughs> Are you one of those that feels like your voice is too high? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I I can assure you, you have a you have a lovely speaking voice. Thank I you. Promise. Very yeah. My very I mean, just to bring it back to being a dad. Like, if I picture how my future daughter is gonna. Mm. Like, is she going to hear another dad later and be like, wait, is my dad just a boy? Like, who, who is this guy? Is he actually my... I, that's the, the way I feel least capable of being a dad is my, my voice. I'm going to have to lower it a little bit, a couple octaves. You know what? I, I disagree. I disagree, my friend. Coming from my boyhood, mm-hmm. I had an extremely high, high voice. And it was, it was a thing I dealt with for a long time. And, like, sure. in my youth, we're talking, like, 8 to 10. My best friend growing up, 
his dad had like a like a camcorder and all that. We'd go camping and he'd like take videos and shit and then we'd be like, Oh yeah, let's watch that video. And then I'd be like, Is that what I fucking sound like? Oh my god. Like in my head, obviously, because I didn't want to talk out loud because I was worried that I'd sound like how I sounded on what I just saw. So that kind of, it, it buttoned me up for a good number of years uh, in like grade school and, uh, you know, like till, till my voice changed basically in seventh grade. Um, I didn't, my, the first thing to change for me in puberty was my voice. So I was a tiny, tiny, like five, three, 85 pound skinny little fucker with this voice that you're hearing right now. And it's powerful. Yeah, it was like a month. It cracked like every other word, like, and then got it out of the way. Then it took. Now let me ask, let me ask you a quick uh-huh. question. Where did they put you during chorus? What do you remember if you were a soprano, an alto, baritone? Uh, had, uh, actually I do have a vivid memory of, of music class and them making us sing. And her name was Mrs. Happy. Miss, Miss, no. Miss Happy. She was unmarried, not Mrs. Happy. Um, but then she was kind of like, Miss. she was like one of the hot teachers, right? Yep. And it was like, all right, let's see like your range. And it was like, may me, my momu, whatever. And I just cracked every cent, every like step of the way. Everybody's laughing at me. And I was, all right, we're getting now into like some deep, you know, therapeutic areas here. I was a crier. Because I would get embarrassed, and then I'd get angry that I was embarrassed, and then I'd start crying, and then I'd get embarrassed that I was crying, and then I'd get angry that I was crying, and then it'd make me cry more. So that happened. And, yeah, so, yeah, I didn't sing again until, I don't, I mean, I guess we sang in church growing up, but, yeah, no, it wasn't, wasn't, I wouldn't, no, mm-mm, not a chorus boy. So what I'm hearing from you is Miss Happy really sent you into a vicious crying or circle. Uh... <laughs> I never had that, but Mr. Vanderwood, who I guess we can say people's names, are not gonna sue us. I'm not slandering him. If um, if we post, luckily our singing, if we post these things, where, I can. Oh, sorry, if we, if we post these things, I can just edit out the names. Be perfect, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Mr. V, um, he let us do our singing practice or like tryouts solo with a piano teacher, um, but I was a soprano. I was in a section. It was all girls. Um, that's brutal. So now, wait a minute. So they would have you guys sing, and then be like, "All right, mm-hmm. you young man, you go over there with the high pitched people." Le- left side of the chorus. Like you weren't. Line. You weren't. It wasn't like you're like, "Oh, I would like to do this, so I'm gonna sing high." It was just like, "Oh, this is what you sound like. Go over there with the." I shouldn't say chicks, Please. but with the chicks. With the girls, and then the girls who had deeper voices than me, <laughs> they also thought I was pretty funny. That I was interesting. You know, uh, yeah. I think. Well, I don't know. Were the girls with the deeper voices and as embarrassed as the boys with the higher voices? I wouldn't think I, so. I. They did not express that embarrassment. Um, they were probably, and I just felt it deep in my soul. They're probably more confident than like guys your age or our age, whatever. How 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 oh. many years apart are we? By the way, only a few, right? I'm thirty three. No, I'm fucking old as shit. No, only no. four years. That's not too bad. Four years is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about hair last time. We'll, we'll, I found some old bottles of Rogaine. I'm starting, I'm starting back up. Why not? You're bringing them back? Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not? And Q, it doesn't matter. Just throw mm-hmm. it in there, see what happens. Hey, if it works, who am I seeing? Um, well, I mean, I, 
as also we talked about, I am a bartender. I am seeing people more than I would rather. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's a good catch-up, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so as, and also, I think that was a good rundown of last week. Uh, clearly, as we said right at the top, the nerves were high. You know, we were finding our footing and all that. And I think towards the end, it was uh, coming back around. The beginning of this, aces, I got to say. Um, so, I've been I, right after we had finished that, I was like, all right, we got to come up with a name for this, maybe a concept. I had a couple of loose ideas and all this shit, but like every time I typed in one of those names into Google to see like if it had been done before, and it's hard to come up with a new original name for a goddamn podcast. It was unbelievable. Even in the name of the Father. <laughs> in the name of the Father and the Son. Or whatever the fuck it was. In the name of the Father and the podcast. I don't remember what it was. That was, every iteration of it was already used. And it was our all just like priests. <laughs> and like Catholic podcasts. Which I was like, who the, who's listening to these things? Like, however, it makes sense why... Podcasting is so uh, prolific and, you know, has and will continue to, I think, sweep the nation because it is one of those um, forms of media that people can do from the comfort of their own homes, just like we're doing right now. Yep. Mm -hmm. What what was the equivalent of, I mean, like, if you think there's, I don't know how many podcasts, millions of podcasts out there, what were these people, including us, doing before, let's say, 2000? Seven was when they kind of kicked off and probably the boom was, what, 2013, 2014? And we've just been riding that wave ever since. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think the first wave was, I think I mentioned last, last week, like comedians trying to get their voice out there or like television personalities who already have a voice out there and can like, you know, exp- extrapolate beyond their art, their audience that they have already. Um, and then I, I mean, I, I listened to a couple cod, podcast, cod, cod pass, Jesus Christ. Cod pass, yeah, they're good. Oh, that reminds me of, anyways, uh, that were just like, you know, your average Joe's just like you or I. Um, and just, they caught on to something in the zeitgeist at that moment and then kind of made that spin off into a, into a, podcast career um i can probably name my brother and my brother and me were like just like goofy three brothers great podcast i think they're still on maximum fun podcast uh network a little shout out um feel free to invite us in if you if you guys hear this uh but yeah they just they were like three quirky brothers that talked about like i think their thing is like they do it. It's like an advice thing from they like look at Yahoo at whatever the fuck and go through and find the Frequently find asked. find yep. the weirdest yep. the weirdest questions and then hilarity ensues uh, if they're lucky. And I think that's the idea for for us here. Um, so I guess that well that's a that's a decent segue into I made a, our SoundCloud app. Did you saw Did you see the uh, the icon and stuff with our I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yep, hair's looking good. Hairline, mm-hmm. uh, a little troubling, but yeah, I like the art. I did. I did stretch yours a little bit for for uh, effect. Anyways, appreciate. So it. I was, 
at the at the first like five minutes of the of week one. It was like this is called the TBD. And maybe not even the first five minutes. It might have been the first like thirty seconds. So I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea for a podcast title. The to be determined podcast already used. The TBD pod already used. The to be mentioned pod. All like every iteration of that shit. It t- I was I was just like it was driving me nuts. And I kind of uh, I assumed that that was would be the case. And then I was like, all right, we're talking about. I don't think we we're not like I said also in the last week. You know we're not going to be just movies. We're not going to be just like current events. We're not going to be just this that the other. There's two. Neither of us are experts in anything. I feel like I have a little knowledge in, you know, a, a plethora of of subjects, and you know who who doesn't really have that in them, right? So I came up with the the miss. I already said it wrong. God damn it. We the three, two, one. Cut. Uh, the miscellany, which I think it kind of looks good in text. The miscellany. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun to say, as long as you don't have a lisp or anything. Even if you did have a lisp, you can still say it. I don't need <laughs> to discriminate against people that have lisps. Um, Try it out. But yeah, so I thought the idea would be just to have like a driving force behind like our conversation and and whatnot. Like instead of just trying relying on our improv skills, which neither of us have. Um, and yes, is that how you say it? Is that improv? Okay. Yes, I and. Think that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, yes, and uh, uh, all right, back to you. I like, I like and yes. I think I like and yes better. <laughs> oh, man. I think, oh, boy, that was great. Um, but yeah, so uh, I was thinking each week we could come up with something to uh, speak on. Either I think of something and then you look that up and vice versa, or we both think of something and then we just kind of like, you know, riff on that yeah. small... Cause, also, the main thing is I don't want to have to do like a, a bunch of research on something like some of these podcasts do. All the respect goes to those podcasters that like go in the deep dive of like, you know, crime stuff and like, you know, spooky haunted houses and those kind of things. That you're like looking up all this shit. I'm thinking like I'll choose a category, for example. Well, actually, wait, you had a, you had a good couple. What were your two that you had suggested? Well, my first one, I believe, was about watching videos on YouTube of mm-hmm. a guy basically just getting stung by insects, mm-hmm. and there's, like, hundreds and hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's, like, five podcast episodes right there for me. So, right. So, I guess what we the, over, the overarching title or subject would be... Uh, uh, well, I don't know, painful YouTube video. <laughs> but like the fascination behind uh, accidental painful encounters. That's very clunky. But, uh, Jackass yeah. for insects yeah. is what you I was. Say, that's the yeah, topic. Right. I was. I did. I was trying to avoid saying just straight up jackass videos, because that would be. You know. I think we can do better than that. 
<clears throat> but honestly, it can go as simple as just like music. And then I tell you what I listen to, and then you tell me what you listen to or whatever through the years, either, either from like Run the Gauntlet, why not? And then we can Sweet. riff off of that. That'll inevitably bring up current events or memories from our childhoods that we can talk about. Because again, the core of it is us getting to know each other and our listeners getting to know us at the same time. We're bringing, every, we're bringing everybody in here for a nice warm hug that you cannot do in the real world because I don't want to hug anybody. Yeah, ever. God damn it. Ever again. Also, nobody should be hugging anybody. <clears throat> oh, I'll say it again. Stop hugging people. God damn it. Oh, God. oh, that's another thing. Unless you have six... If you have six-foot arms, a lot of NBA players... Um, go for it. But then your arms are touching that motherfucker. Are you gonna go yeah, right? Are you true. gonna go right like a doctor and like wash all the way up to your fucking shoulders? No, I don't think you are. Well, let me ask you a question. How, how, what's the furthest you've gone in a hand wash at this point? Because I've gotten close to the elbow. I've I've gone above the elbow a couple times. Okay. All right. Good to know. It was because it was a bigger box, like a delivery cane that was kind of lumpy. So I had to like use like my whole arms and that kind of thing. So I went, uh, yeah, like mid, mid bicep, and that was just to be, you know, just to be extra safe. I'm not at one of these. I feel like we talked about this last time. Maybe we're. I feel like we're. Uh, you and I are both on about the same level of neurosy, I guess, when it comes to this kind of thing, which I think yeah. is important to be at. Yes, from a safety perspective. Yes. Um, Again, as a bartender, I'm seeing all these regulars, and they're always like, hey, what's going on? Go for a high five. And I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, no. And I'm like, yeah, no. Why would you think Jeez. that that's... And then they're like doing this elbow thing now. It's like they clink, and I'm like, yeah, no thanks, man. I just, I don't know where your elbow's been, homie. I mean, I like a, a good handshake. I... I feel like that is a great way to just kind of connect mm-hmm. with somebody. Tapping elbows, even a fist pump, that feels good. You kind of like hit a little harder. You show the person like, <laughs> if I were to punch you, this is what it would feel like in your hand. But elbow to elbow, I mean, that is nothing. To, I can't feel my elbows. I play with the little Venus thing all the time. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What What was that? The weenus. Is that not a familiar concept I don't. to you? The skin on your elbow is a... Uh, I mean, I- scientifically called the weenus and it's impossible to feel it i'm not sure it's sounding familiar now have we talked about the weenus before i'm not sure i don't know if we have anywho uh (laughs) check that one off the uh off the list there we've talked about weenuses um so yeah i just i just like what I get the need for like hey bro how's it going but it's like what now i have to like awkwardly like maneuver my elbow towards your elbow like the fist bump sometimes can be, get a little like wonky as well and it's like dude yeah. just let me wave with both hands and like fake a hug in the air and like that's it that's, 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 much I like that. that's uh the performance of the the hug in the air is it's meaningful to me mm-hmm. you would hug me yeah can i would love would. Uh, that's it's me saying i would love to hug you right now you're a person that i would hug in general however Global pandemic, motherfucker. Stay away. Oh, back up. And yeah, I like that at the end of our... I don't know. Did I say this already? At the end of our 
the first last week you were you we your one of uh, almost your sign off was wear a fucking mask. So Please. yeah, let's just fucking use this as a way to inform and remind people that yeah we're still in the thick of this shit, dude. It's not done. The, it's not fucked. The fourth inning, the top of the fourth inning is what I heard someone describe it as. So, you know, I I, I kind of like that, but at the same time, it's like we don't know that. It could, we don't. It could be the baseball games are like four and a half hours long, five yeah, hours sometimes. So it could have been the first pitch, and then the lights <sighs> went out, and we had to re fucking start the whole goddamn game. Oh my god! I, God forbid. But you know. <laughs> We're doing we're doing the best we can. How are uh, did uh, did Molly get her haircut already? We talked yeah, about that last time. Molly got her haircut. You felt feel like that went all right? I mean, yeah. I think that at the end of the day, the her well, her, her stylist, as as you call mm-hmm. them, I believe, um, she's also pregnant. Um, okay. Which made me exponentially more comfortable with it, because um, I just feel like she she would cancel out. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both pregnant. That, that cancels out a lot of oh, things. Sure. Um, well, so yeah, she was there for a couple hours. Very high ceilings. Two people in there at the time. Whatever. Oh, so it was just them in a room. That was it. Yeah. I think one person came in six feet away, ten feet away, whatever it was. And Molly came back looking fresh and refreshed. Nice. She felt good about it? She felt great about yeah. it. I think she... I'm probably dragging us back to... Lockdown more often than than she would like to, but I'm and and now that she's done it, I'm like, all right, maybe maybe someone could cut my hair professionally instead of Molly trying to do it with common kitchen <laughs> shears. <laughs> is that that's not that's not actually what you're cutting your hair with, is it? Molly buzzed me and she buzzed me high, but that and then she was like, I'm gonna try the scissors, and she did a pretty good job, but oh, that now it's just you mean like the long ch- chicken shears for the long parts. That's but it was right. like a butt, like a beard trimmer type of thing, and the yeah, okay. That's it. Yep. Yeah, I've I've decided to let this fucker go at this point. Uh, Love the it. sides and everything. I'm just gonna let it go again, until I can't handle it. Yeah, the, the, I don't want to again sound like a self-centered person, but <laughs> one of the other big things I'm thinking about when it comes to being a father is how I'll look in the pictures that will that will be taking the day mm. of delivery mm. um mm-hmm. and also with my shirt off because skin to skin is a big thing so there has to be mm-hmm. the baby laying on my mm-hmm. chest so mm-hmm. i've just been lifting weights and figuring out where i can get a haircut making sure my beard looks okay for those pictures i want to be like oh wow you look so good with no sleep mm-hmm. coming out of the hospital during a pandemic that's interesting hmm selfish well yeah, like like I was saying last week, um, I think what you're grappling with is a okay, because fucking okay. as a, as a man who loves his sleep and and you know for years and years have has had like a very abnormal sleep pattern. Now that sure. I'm getting my like seven and a half, six and a half, eight sometimes hours like regular. Dude, if the alarm goes off before I'm ready, I'm like, what the fuck? And that's the alarm that okay. I set, mind you. Not the alarm that's in your baby's head that's going to be like, wah, I'm awake now. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Just give me, let me, you can't snooze on a baby crying. You can't. One second. You can't. Yeah, I'll be right there. Nine more minutes. Ugh. You can't do that shit. No. 
All right. Can you see? Can you see my my dog over here on the on the bed there? Oh yeah. Just pass out. That's. Uh, I don't have to worry. If she wakes up, I don't have to do shit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> then when people are when people are talking about like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna have kids, but I have I have my dog. You know, it's like it's my. I hate this fucking term, fur baby. Hate it. Oh god. Cannot stand it. But that's my fur baby over there. <laughs> but when yeah. people equate that to having an actual child that you have to like, you know, make sure it stays alive in a whole different way as compared to, I'm not going to say it again, a dog. Um, yeah, it's not the same, dude. Having said that, taking a dog for a walk, like let's say right now, as I look out my window and it's pitch black and it's a, there's a good amount of skunks in our neighborhood. Mm. Um I think I'll take the, the baby every single time over having a dog. A good amount of skunks. Yeah. So what does this mean? We, yeah, we, I took the trash out uh, about this time last year for the first time uh, after dark, just because sun starts going down a little earlier, and I usually take it out around eight. Okay. Okay. And uh, turn the corner, and the skunk was like walking away slowly, and I just like. Did one of those like jump up and down a couple times, and then I <laughs> yes go on. You did the perfect impression of a skunk walking because they definitely they're like kind of wide and they do like that little little swagger that they have there. Anyways, proceed. I, I had to mention. I my I was just like all right, so I'm gonna get sprayed. I'm gonna be. I, it's on you for weeks. I'm not gonna be able to go to work, and so I just dropped the trash and just like did a whole spin around thing. Ran up the stairs, and then, uh, I'll be honest with you, I left the trash there for the night, and I came back down in the morning, it hadn't been touched, but it smelled because the skunk sprayed. Oh, so, so it actually, you and did avoid a, a skunk spray? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've never, I mean, I've, you know, I'm, I'm from the suburbs of Detroit, so like, you know, that we have like woods we used to play in and all that stuff, and there was wildlife, what have you. And you'd smell skunk, like, every once in a while, but I've never like... I've never been sprayed. I've never had a dog that got sprayed. I've never been in the vicinity of a skunk spray. So that's like, tangentially, that's the closest I can imagine coming to that situation. So I'm glad that you made that decision to drop it and go in. I'm afraid of wildlife. And apparently skunks are very nice. You can uh, <laughs> you can remove the, the mm-hmm. stinker and keep them as pets. My best friend growing up, his um, grandfather had a, a pet skunk that they got no landed. Yep. Mm-hmm. They lived on a farm, though, so it was, like, made a little more sense. But, like, what's the de-glanding process looking like? I don't, I don't know. I, I know it's, like, by their, oh. it's by their tail and, and butthole. They just go in there, pop them out, and then you got, like, a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically... Just take all, the, take all the porcupine's things off, and then you got a pet. I mean, it's probably happened. <laughs> I hope it hasn't happened. <laughs> would that kill? Oh would that kill a porcupine? Yeah, that's that's messed up. And, and like we'll we'll get into this as we go through the podcast. That'll be our animal. That'll be our. Uh, I'm I'm not a I'm not an animal guy. So um, there you go. Domestic wild. That was so. That was podcasting expertise right there. Bringing it back into uh, what we're what we're what we're talking about, and that would be a great episode uh, moving forward. Just straight up animals. Period. Oh, I'll start talking about my little dog and my history with uh, animals. 
I had a, a little glimpse. The, the first animal that like I was like mine when I was a little kid was like I was eight years old. It was a cat named Checkers. And this cat was the worst cat. Like it did all the bad cat things like scratched like like wall hangings that my parents had like just like whoosh, like curtains, that kind of thing. And just pissed everywhere. And it would throw up everywhere, eat its own throw up. Then we found out that it, it was shitty because it had a brain tumor. Oh my god. <laughs> We only had this guy, little checkers, for uh, for like two and a half years, and then yeah, it was. It gets darker than that, but I'll save that for the animals episode. Rest of power checkers. Checkers, a little black and white. Had a little pink on its nose. It's cute, cute cat, cute cat. Except when it was like attacking you or uh, wall hangings, slash throwing Just up. Yeah. Too much pressure on the hippocampus for the science grub. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. I just sounded, I sounded right. Throw it out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, we we I feel like we've have sufficiently made fun of ourselves from the first one. Um, again, Jim and Bark will will have a field day editing this one as well. Um, let's see. We this is always fun, right? When somebody goes through their, uh, I explain the miscellaneous. Yeah, again, the title. The miscellany? Should I slap an ex- exclamation point at the end of the miscellany? The miscellany! That's, yeah, I like it. <laughs> but yeah, you get the idea, right? We'll just talk about the miscellany that is life. Let's do it. Ooh, that's a good one. What are the chances, what's, what are the odds you would put on us getting the miscellany tattooed uh, as a, on our backs, just as like a, a brotherhood motion? The odds? Hmm. How many drinks have we had? <laughs> let's say let's say it's summer twenty twenty one. Sold. We're no, at the you, bar. You just... Molly and I are visiting. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Let's go. Let's go do it. <laughs> Got a couple of bullets. We're and we're able to be. We just start to talk. We're able to be in physical ta- contact for the first time. Let's get it. Yeah. How do you feel about tattoo? Oh, that's a good. That's another example of a good uh, uh, episode. Yeah. To bring on the you thing. Do, do you have any tattoos? I do not. I have, do I have zero tattoos. I've been wanting to for years since like college. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like draw my own tattoo or like figure out and like I've had ideas for a couple through the years, but it's always like I don't have 500 bucks that I want to just like drop on a bunch of pain. Yeah, I just have no clue what I would put on it. Well, um, I think I think we just came up with something. Just like all the way across the back. You'll get on your shoulder blade, you'll have my hair outline, and then on my shoulder blade, I'll have your hair outline, and then in between, and we stand next to each other, we'll have Miss, and then the other one will have Eleni. <laughs> yes. Shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> That's big. Next time we have the PMC, we'll be able to be like, <gasps> Beachcomber, Miss Eleni. Let's go. The coma. You know that play, the pe- people always know what I'm talking about when I wear that shirt around. At, like I'll wear my beachcomber shirt at the uh, at the bar every once in a while, and they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, you been to the coma?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, you know about the coma?" You're like, "No, I've never been there." It's like, <laughs> you don't know if you haven't been there. Come on now. Funk bus, what's up? Funk bus. Um, oh shit! I just closed the thing. How about yeah? Where are we at here? 36 minutes. We got to keep going for at least 
Well, no, I'm not going to put a time on it. Fuck that. Let's just keep talking. Let's roll. Um, I did have something else to, to speak about. Comfort with... Oh, uh, so we both taken uh, beach trips. How yes. have yours gone? And did you feel like you hit a certain point where it was like, all right, I'm out? Yeah. The first beach trip we went to, well, or went, the first time we went to the, three, two, one. <laughs> the first time we've gone Jim to the beach Bark. since COVID was in June. Uh, um, this was a beach that is limited, the, limiting the amount of parking, mm. which is great. Um, I would say I felt comfortable the entire time until we had to walk off of the beach and it was kind of a bit of a mass exodus and we were just walking with people mm. in the sand, slow, some mass, some not mass. And I was just like, this was a bad decision. I don't, I'm very uncomfortable right now. Why, why was it a mass exodus? So they did a thing where you buy a ticket for eight to one. And oh, so, and there was there's people there who didn't leave at one. That should have been us. But I was like, let's be good people and leave at one o'clock. Follow rules, no right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since then, they've extended it to six o'clock. There's no more mass exodus. That's been great. So we went to the beach on Saturday. I felt good. I do feel like the beach is officially the new version of the Wild West, and there are just no rules, no masks. Really? People are just walking up, being like, "Hey, it's my neighbor." Really. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I would have thought that that would have gone a little bit more like, okay, so the first couple times we went to the beach was uh, Reese, Reese Beach, Reese Park, which is like north of Coney Island, north of uh, uh, Rockway. And it's not, there's not, they don't have like a lot, a lot of amenities. It's just like a giant parking lot. And then you go, and we were going like right as they opened. So they opened at like seven o'clock. So we got up balls early drove it's like a 40 minute drive not too bad sun's coming up it's kind of a fun drive yeah and then we get there we're like pretty much the only people you know the, the closest person is like 50 yards down the beach right and then about two hours after that left about yeah i'd say the first couple times was like seven thirty to nine thirty, and then it started being like you know we every once in a while look over our shoulder and see if there's like people coming to like set up camp too close to us and then the first couple times it was like uh, they're like 15 feet away like it just feels a little like too close and then at that point it's like well we've been here two hours we've enjoyed we swam we had some sun we had some breakfast whatever like we're fine we don't have to what's the point of staying longer if you're gonna feel like anxious about it like if another person become comes between us and this pod over here it just gets to that point where you're like well, you're not having fun anymore, basically. Like, you're having to keep checking to see if, like, everybody's far apart. Exactly. So the first time, that's how we, that's how it went. Then we went to Avon by the Seas on the Jersey Shore. Just a little uh, north or south, north? Close to, like, uh, Asbury Park. Um, and that was, they sell, like, wristbands and a certain number of that. Mm-hmm. So we've done that twice now, and both times we got there at... They opened, like, right at 9. I think the first time we got there, like, nine ten. We were the first people, like, in the water. Like, it was a, kind of a rainy day, but it wasn't actually raining, so it was sort of warm still. But anyways, and then same thing, like, 
I was like, yo, if we stay here, it wasn't as pressing as Reese Park. Like, the people there seemed to, like, kind of know the name of the game more. Like, all right, everybody's here so that they can do something without having to worry so much about, like, masks and proximity and all that shit. But still, it's like, it was a much easier, like, transition to, all right, we've had our fun time here, getting a little bit... If we waited another 20 minutes, maybe it'd be too uncomfortable. So let's just go now. No problem. We've had our fun. Let's bounce. And that was great. And then the second time, we were sitting next to this group. Started with two old little bitties. And we were like 20 feet away. And we are like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. We're right on the coast. Like, it was a beautiful day. It was supposed to be rainy, rainy again that day. It wasn't. It wound up being, like, sunny as hell. And then, like, as we were sitting there, like, every 10 minutes, like, another couple came. And then a couple came with kids. And then another couple came, and I was like, you're more than, you know, a little less than 10 feet away over there. And it's like, all right, let's just go swim, come back, pack up our shit, and go. And again, we wound up having, like, two and a half hours on the beach, more than enough. Like, I, we avoided getting overly sunburnt. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I feel like, I don't know if I'd want to be doing anything other than just, like, open air beach thing like open air restaurants no thanks no beach is the way to go and I want to enjoy it so much and I want to look at the people at the beach and be like hey they're all just trying to get outside and and socially distance and do the right thing but I have not been able to stop getting mad and judging people who Mm -hmm. even like regardless of pandemic Mm -hmm. There needs to be a, a, a class in school taught about how to set yourself up at the beach. Oh, my God. There are some people who this is... know where to walk, and there are some people who use you, if you're already sitting down, as the, the I don't know, compass. And they're just like, I'm going to walk to that person, and then I'm going to walk six more feet, and that's my spot. And uh, I just miss that as a way to choose a spot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, but even in... How many times now have we gone to down the Cape with the with the big family with the PMC right? <clears throat> Pan Mass Challenge, we should plug that. Our father in law, our father in law does a what it's like a two day bike trek from Boston to Provincetown to raise uh, money for cancer research. It's a very great thing. We go and meet him at the finish line in P Town every year. It's very sad that we weren't able to do it this year. It would actually would have been just this past weekend. Yeah. Oh. Damn shame. Bummer. But. They still were able to do like a kind of a virtual track and a local ride, so they were able to uh, raise some money. Anywho, when we're sitting there, we set up our camp. You know, we got a good, what, 10 people? Two, four, six, eight, we'll say. Yeah. And even then, when somebody comes and sits like in front of us or like too close, it's like, bro, what are you doing? Have you not been to a beach before? Like, you got this whole thing. We walked yards and yards down the beach just to find this spot you can walk a little bit farther down you don't have to be sitting right up on our shit and now it's like it it just exacerbated to the nth degree it's very similar to taking a piss at Fenway Park (laughs) and there's 50 urinals and you're just like oh cool no one's in here right now the Red Sox are up that's the best time to go and then somebody comes in right behind you and is like, anyone here? Like, anyone standing here? Like, uh, yeah, me, but you, there, all these urinals are available to you. So This bathroom is your oyster. Please don't stand two feet away from so me. Fenway, they don't have the troughs 
at Fenway? The troughs are gone. Oh. Um, that was a, a life-changing experience for mm-hmm. me as a, as a young boy yeah. going into the troughs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I don't remember when... I have a vivid memory of an old man standing like next to me and like you know I was a little kid so it's like in my eye shot the, the peripherals and just like watching him like stretch it out like an elastic band being like whoosh, whoosh, and then let it snap back and I was like I didn't even know you could do that with your you know schwanz I mean the the splashback alone for it's just oh god it's on your hands and if, there, if coronavirus wasn't it didn't start <laughs> in the Fenway bathroom in the nineties um, if it wasn't some dude biting a bat and then spreading it to somebody it was fucking baseball troughs it's been laying dormant in Brooklyn <laughs> Massachusetts for twenty five years oh that's fantastic oh man um, well so what Let's see. Oh, oh, oh. I wanted to bring up... Oh, also, first let me bring up the fact that there was a million things that I wanted to bring up the <laughs> first time we did this. And it just... I just mush mouth just drivel out of my face. And, wow. uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Goddamn. This is going much, much, uh, much more swimmingly, which I'm appreciative of. Oh, what, what, let's see, what, what, what's the time? 46 minutes we got here. But there's a bunch of preamble in that, too, so we're probably about a half hour, and it's fantastic. Um, as, as, as we soldier on towards 100 hours, which I realize if we do this once a week, that's like two years. That's a lot, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I am fully on board, my friend. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I got, yeah, I got my, my new microphone here. Let's, hopefully that works, and then, this whole thing is not just <laughs> wasted. No, I tested it out a, a fair amount beforehand. Sarah was like, what are you doing in here? I was like, I'm testing the microphone. Stop, what? Normal behavior. Yeah, but so one of the suggestions you had was when you suggest something to a friend to watch or listen to or read or whatever, and then they get mad at you for suggesting said uh, piece of media. I think that yes. I think that is uh, a hilarious idea and a very true one. People feel, and even I feel this way, just because first couple weeks of quarantine, like we talked about, I'm gonna watch everything. Now at this point, like please stop recommending things to me. Like there are so many channels, like HBO, Max, and Go, and Now, and I I can't keep track of it all. I want all of it. It's literally being at Toys R Us and not being able to buy the toy you want. Um, mm-hmm. And my palette of things is, to, to this point, is just not universally loved by all my friends and family as I believe it should is be. Is that right? You throw something out there, it's a miss, and they're just like, all right, I'm never listening to a recommendation from you again. You've lost everything. Off of one recommendation, it's over. That's pretty fucking harsh. And I, you do, you consider yourself, I would consider you, I don't know if you consider yourself like a cinephile, right? You can, you appreciate like the, all the aspects of that, uh, of the movie entails. Attraction. Yeah, like absolutely. Production. Snob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you, would you consider yourself a snob, honestly? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm, Everything I like should be the popular thing. Oh, oh well, 
Well, Jesus, well, fuck you, man. <laughs> no, but no, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, I've heard you talk about certain movies before. And I'm like, man, this guy, it sounds like he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And for me, it's just like, I just go based on what I like. Like, I'm, I'm the type of guy, uh, like, we were, I think I mentioned earlier, now it's all blending together again, just like the fucking corona times. God damn it. Um, like, I know a little bit a lot. Uh, yes, I did say this earlier. I know a little bit about a lot of things, and I feel like yeah. I'm able to, like, hang with somebody who knows a lot about that one subject in a way that, like, either I'll be able to agree or disagree or, like, add a question or throw something in that kind of, like, keeps the conversation going in an intellectual way. Not yeah. to toot my own horn. But oh, well, uh, yeah, I think I think that would be that would be a, a great episode. Just like pick a even just like a movie genre and then touch on a couple. What was the one you the uh, Uncut Gems was the one you had mentioned, right? I yes. I fucking loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, one of my buddies was like, I don't know, like the ending. Like I wanted to see him like <sighs> win everything. Like that's what, and I was like, but that would be like. Oh, he just wins? Like, he gets all... The, oh, I guess, spoiler alert. I didn't say what he win. So, we're, we're safe. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like... But, I was like, yeah. all right, guy. I don't yeah. know if we should be talking more about uh, movies and stuff. Yeah, I feel like, like you said, with, with... Let's say... So, baseball, basketball, I can go in-depth. I can talk generally about both those things. But for, for football... I honestly don't know that much about football, but I can have a conversation with somebody who likes mm-hmm. football and bounce it back and forth. Mm-hmm. But if I'm talking to somebody who kind of likes movies and I say like, oh, I really liked Uncut Gems. And they're like, oh, I like that movie too. And then I like say a quote from the movie and then I say, and then they're just like, oh, this team really cares. I don't want to be involved in this conversation anymore. I guess I can see there is something, there's a, there's a difference between talking sports and knowing sports and pretending to know sports. Yes. As opposed to liking movies, knowing movies, and pretending to know movies. Right. Um, as a bartender, pretending to know sports is just, I have to, if you don't know how to do that, then it's, I don't know how anybody could, at least in yeah. the kind of bar that I'm at, like a little small kind of pub style place where it's like, you know, New York sports fans are New York sports fans. Um, coming from Detroit, we haven't had too much to hang our hats on in uh, quite some time. Oh. But I know enough of those winning times to like equate what it would be like for a Yankee fan or something like that, you know. Nope. Um, but yeah, that's 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 interesting to think about. Like, oh yeah, did you hear about that trade deadline? Oh no, I didn't know. What did so and so do? Oh yeah, that oh shit, they went for that guy. Oh my god, like what? All right, what can I get you? And then walk away. Yep. And you try to deal with a movie and you pretend you saw Uncut Gems and you're just like, oh yeah, Yeah, I'm saying I really like Billy Madison. What was the uh, Adina? Yeah, 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 yeah. Menzel, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love Rent. (laughs) And then the conversation just kind of ends. Although, that's that's another another, uh, category of being able to spin it because then you could be like remember when Travolta mispronounced your name and that was like a crazy thing and then twist off into like yes. uh, I don't know the Tonys or some kind of more Upper West Side centric television adjacent thing that you can be like exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's good stuff. The skills, the, yeah, the skills. Yeah, I'm just going to stop uh, recommending things. No, no, never do that. Uh-uh. Uh, Recommend me something right now. And if, I, and if I have seen it and hate it, I'll be honest with you. Uh, what's the movie I see? I rewatched The Disaster Artist. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Have you seen that? What's it? First time I watched. So I, I have a letterbox. It's a app that you can track the movies and okay. watch and, uh-huh. and rank them. First time gave four stars. Second watch, three and a half. Didn't okay. like it as much. I can see not liking it as much uh, the second time. That's, yeah. that's out of five um, stars? Uh, what's a movie that would be no, five stars? It's out of, the letterbox thing is out of five, okay. Oh yeah, three and a half okay. out so of five. So first time yep. you went four, then you went, you, 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 you reeled it in a little bit. Reeled it in on the rewatch. The thing that took yep. me out was the, the prosthetics. Every time a prosthetics thing like that is like throughout the whole movie, I can't not like look. I'm constantly trying to see like, oh, that doesn't look the same as it did the last scene. Like it just, it constantly takes me out of it. Although his, I, his voice yes. and like, seeing the side-by-side things, like, even before watching the movie and then at the end, how they have, like, the... what it was actually like and then what it was in the movie kind of thing. That was kind of entertaining, yep. but... Yeah. The voice the voice acting was really good. I think he, he got that. Really he got that yeah. good. And then also, it's like, you're two handsome brothers. Like, you have a, a handsome brother as well. Like, fuck you guys. Come on now. It's not fair. <laughs> Yeah, the the Dave Franco James Franco relationship is uh, an interesting one. Uh, James Franco's canceled. I'm pretty sure too. So that probably James, just got a half. Star, James Franco right? got canceled. I'm pretty sure he's canceled for like some uh, untoward sex. I think he did a lot of sex scenes in his private, in his small films that he insisted on being naked for. Oh, okay. and some yeah, stuff that like that. Yeah. I mean. That could be a whole other subject if we want to go dark for for a week. <laughs> cancel, yeah, I'm cancel, down for that. Cancel, I, cancel I have a lot of culture. Thoughts. It's like, at, on one hand, I want to be like, oh, you can separate the art from the artist, but should you though? And then it's like, if Beat It comes on the radio, I'm like, I'd like to drive and listen to Michael Jackson's Beat It. But then it's like, oh, I saw that Finding Neverland, and it's like, uh. Oh, yeah. That's depressing stuff. I just think if you think about that stuff, every time you see the art from that person, then that's that's enough. It's just tough for like Aziz Azari and Zari to have to think about that every time. I mean, because he's just like at one end of the spectrum versus yeah, that R. Kelly much much different, and that that one is. Obviously, we have to tread lightly because, you know, you don't want to sound like too big of an asshole. But like, did, did you watch the Sam J stand up? It's a new one on on uh, on Netflix. We just watched it last night. She uh-huh. touches uh, uh, upon that like notion of like, Aziz, I'm sorry, really. Like, what, it, the joke is, I don't want to spoil the joke. Anyways, that one was like, oh, man, really? Now I gotta like, yeah. Nah, it's just exhausting. It's fucking exhausting. Yes, it is. And it should be exhausting. That's that's the thing. Like you can't, you shouldn't, just be like, oh, I don't want to deal with this, so I'm not going to, and just like laugh at whatever the fuck these people do. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you just hope that nothing ever comes out about Steve <laughs> Carell or someone. Oh so God, nice. not going one. But 
also that's coming oh, from God. two fucking white as can be boys from the so west and the east. Coast. I might have to wear sunglasses for the next time. My arms are reflecting off the camera too. I think you look great. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I think I think uh, moving forward. We'll have it's it's good to have like kind of like a little thing like I said before a little little structure to kind of dive into what we've done today, tonight, today, tonight. Yep. Obviously, it's nighttime. Whatever. It's what are you supposed to say in podcast world? I don't know. It doesn't Whatever matter. time you're listening to. Yes. What have you, dear listener? Um. So yeah, uh, we'll have Jim and Bark. Um, I'll, I'll I'll put some like uh, some flags up next to the uh, the the timestamps if, uh, <laughs> if we need to be like yeah no I shouldn't have said that ah oh, fuck <laughs> you're in good hands we, I, you know they're professionals Jim and Bark mm-hmm. yeah they're looking yeah. out for us uh, so yeah what what uh, let's see if I uh, I I don't think I'm gonna have to edit anywhere near as much out as I did last time I swear last the first I started rambling. There was one time I was talking for five minutes straight, and I was like, what the fuck is this asshole talking about? Very impressive. Like, oh. <laughs> Thank God for Jim at that point. Like, whew, he saved my ass a couple times on that thing. Um, but yeah, so until, uh, well, yeah, this is about a week, right? What we did last? This is a week. It was yeah. Thursday to Monday or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, we'll keep, uh, we'll, we'll keep this up. And then uh, I'll be I'll be working on the theme songs and things, and we'll we'll be we'll be putting these out. I'm thinking the first episode might be like, uh, like a special thing for super fans <laughs> later on down down the road. But also at this point we've referenced it so much that we I feel like maybe we have to we have to post that up. When we get a hundred k likes on our SoundCloud, we'll release it to the people. All right. So until then, I think I. I think I wrote down what my thing is. Uh, I don't. I know it starts with Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ, it's time to go. There you go. There it is. And yours, I believe. Uh, please wear a fucking That's mask. That's right. Wear a motherfucking mask, you assholes. Bitches. Well, is it hard to breathe? No, it's not that hard to breathe. If it's that hard to breathe, you got other issues to deal with. If just wearing a mask. Brush your teeth. <laughs> yeah.